Hello and welcome to another episode of the Soberman Podcast. And since my last episode, I've remained sober. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand on my heart and I promise and make an oath that I will stay sober just today. Yeah, I've just been doing a bit more of thinking about my little slip up. Just some, just reflecting on some of the thoughts I had on the day, on Saturday when we were in the premises of Lot 100, which is a brewery and distillery. I think they, they make cider there as well. And this brings me to the title of the episode today, which is the alcohol energy harvest. Because I'm because you know it's they the product is like they get from a harvest and I'm just thinking about I was thinking about all the the energy and resources that go into making alcohol. Because when I was sitting there and I was looking at all these people drinking and the room was like way over 100 people at this event. And I'm looking around and as far as I could see, everyone was drinking alcohol. And I'm sort of thinking, well, how many drinks are these people going to drink tonight? And then I looked up onto the shelves and the rows and rows and rows of bottles. But also the beer taps and all the barrels and barrels of beer. I was thinking, just in this night alone, then in this this room, not to think about all the warehouses and shop shelves, and you think the amount of bottles of wine out there alone, just wine. If we just pick that one thing out, because I know here in South Australia, especially the Adelaide Hills where we are, there's a lot of vineyards, a lot of wineries. And I'm thinking, I wonder how much space is occupied in Australia by uh, vineyards, you know, planted grapevines. So I did a little bit of quick digging and a number I come up to was 420,000 acres in 2009. Now, another bit of research said that that's said it was 360,000 acres. So maybe it's gone down a bit since then. But that's still a lot of space of good arable land. I mean, if you can grow... Uh, I hope that, sorry, I'm just going to detract a little bit. I hope that sound of birds isn't coming through here. I'm going to move to another room because there's birds going nuts out there. Sounds like someone cycling very fast with a squeaky wheel. I think that's probably a bit better. Maybe there's a bit of echo in here, but I'll just hang in the kitchen because it's a bit 
less bird squeaky. Anyway, yeah. So even if it was like 360,000 acres of arable land, like you know, where you can actually grow something because they're growing great. Think of the food produce, which is a necessity, you know, to grow food for people, good, healthy, organic food for people to eat. Yet all that space is being occupied to make poison water, to make alcohol. <laughs> it's just, when it just dawned on me, like, not to mention all the space then that is being used to house in warehouses, like all these bottles, casks, barrels, of all different types of alcohol. How much space is that? I mean, that's probably going to be even more if you count sh shop shelf space. And then when you think about the money that goes into it, I mean, in that place that we went to alone, um, cost to build was $4.5 million to build that. And recently... The whole shebang has been bought out by a Melbourne company for about 47 million. That's including some shares and stuff like, you know, I can't remember how much it was as actual cash. But in total, it was like 47 million dollars. So even if you half that, that's still a lot of money. And what is money at the end of the day? Money at the end of the day is a reflection of your energy. Well, it's alleged, well, it's supposed to be. So, like, if I go work for a day, I charge people what I value my, my hourly rate is what I value my time and my experience. So, if you think about that, like, $47 million of men and women's intellect, and physical effort could be used in other ways, more more beneficial ways. And one of the things that I've been looking at is this guy he's in Wales doing like an off-grid living thing. And now he's starting a small business where he's making people hydropower setups, which would be great like in place like Wales where he is because there's going to be quite a bit of rain and keep the river that keeps the rivers flowing which then keeps the power going like massively in winter and still through the summer months I'd imagine now if you invested that 47 million into a business like that you think of like the the power issues would be gone because everyone could just generate their own power through like small hydro units that, that he produces and, and builds for people. It's amazing like, what he's doing. But that all that energy in the form of money is being pumped into producing something that's not benefiting people at all. And some people might go, oh Steve, but there's health benefits for drinking wine, especially the red wine. You know, so, you know, there is benefits. It is, you know, there is positives. It's not being wasted. 
And I had a little look online again. Like how many grapes does it take to make a bottle of wine? And it, it goes between 600 and 800 grapes per bottle of wine. And then you think, and then I, I kind of thought, well, okay, is there any correlation, any difference between, you know, uh, eating grapes or, and drinking wine? And just a quick snapshot, you know, you do your own um, digging in this if you like. But in grapes, you've got vitamin A, K, B, C, E, and minerals. You've got some like potassium and iron, uh, to name to name a few. And when I was doing some research, you the potassium that's in the grape is completely lost when it's turned into wine. Vitamin A is drops from hundred. I don't know what they. Let's just say points because I don't know what they were measuring it in. So it drops from 100 points to 2 points. And vitamin C drops from 4 to 0 and E drops to 0 0.19 to 0. So there's a lot of stuff that you that is lost when they, you know, make the wine. And I'd imagine, I haven't, I'd actually forgot to look this up. Because you're not eating the skins, like when you eat a grape, you eat the skins, unless you're weird and you peel the fucking grape, which you've got then too much time in your hands, if you ask me. And, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine if you're not eating the skins, you're missing out on fibre. So that's potentially, you know, another thing that you're not getting when you drink wine. And there was another one when I was listening to the Huberman lab. can't remember what what element or mineral or something they were claiming it's in wine that's good for you or good for pregnant women, I think it was. But when you dig a little bit deeper, because they put all that out, they go boom, 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 you know, this is really good for you. But when you dig a little deeper, I read that the amount of wine you'd have to drink to get the amount of this specific element that I can't remember what it was now, You'd have to drink so much that it would completely the, the harm of the alcohol would negate the benefit of that particular thing. So, but they they left that bit out, as they do. So yeah, it's just amazing, isn't it? When you when you step out of you know, trying to think of the word now. When you step out of the bubble of belief that alcohol is drinking alcohol is normal, and this is the necess, necess, necessary part of you know your weekly life, you know, probably like I did. I used to go out on a Friday or Saturday night and just binge drink, and that was just part of my week. You know, work, 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 boom, drink. You know, and sometimes during the week. I'll dip in and have a couple of beers here and there. And when you kind of step out of that bubble and you start to see alcohol and the alcohol in industry for what it is, and looking at this stuff is sure to help us stay off the booze. 
because it's just like a big con that we've been programmed to have. I just can't, you know, we need to just stop and think about how big the alcohol industry is. It is fucking massive, huge. Some of the best known brands in the world are alcohol. Like you think of Budweiser, Foster's, you know, just to name a few, Carlsberg, Heineken. I mean, they're huge brands, you know, recognised around the world. Maybe not so much, I don't know so much of the wine stuff, you know, but you've got like whiskies and vodkas like Smirnoff, it's a huge brand, you know. And you think how much effort, time and intellect that has been pushed or used up to build those brands and promote those brands, which could have been used to better help society and as a human race to become better overall for everyone. But instead, that energy has been harvested and put into something that harms people, ruins families, just destroys lives. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the funny thing is, you grow a certain plant in your garden and you're fucking treated like a criminal. You know, it's just a thing that grows out the ground, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to get on to advocating that, but yeah, that's where I stand on that. And I think you even need to be careful with, with that because addiction's addiction, you know. And if you feel like you need a crutch, then you've got to sort things out in your life. Because... You know, I, I used to be, when I first got off drinking, I used to think, oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with a bit of weed, you know. I've never seen anyone causing any trouble with, you know, start fights and da-da-da with weed, blah, blah, blah. But weed is, is, is an equal thief, a thief of energy. Because when I've dabbled in that, you know, you're nowhere near as productive the next day, you know. I mean, if I, on a normal morning, I'd get up, crush a workout, get going, blah, blah, blah. Now, if I have alcohol, and I, you know, and then the next day, there's no way, I'm not, I'm not even doing a workout. I'm getting, at best, I'm getting out of bed at 10 a.m. instead of 5 a.m. Now, if I smoke weed the night before, I may still get up at 5 a.m. I might still go to the gym. But I'm nowhere, nowhere going to be as um, near as productive and, and work out as intensely as I would if I had not partaken in either of those things. So we'll steal some energy. So my advice is, yeah, really work on yourself. And I may seem like weird that this bloke here is being preachy after just, you know, a couple of days ago, he, he drank three and a half beers and fell off the wagon. But hey, it's, it's a changing lifestyle. And 
we have to be able to give ourselves a bit of leeway because there's one thing if you're you're no better than me if you're coming to listen to this and you're white knuckling it and every day is a struggle because you're not doing the work and doing some research and add in, and reprogramming your brain you know flicking that switch and turning that programming off and replacing it with the truth which is what I'm doing you know just by looking into the amount of energy that is lost or is stolen from mankind into producing poison that you know is and then all the marketing and convincing and uh, programming and whatnot that goes into marketing because when I did like neurolinguistic programming there's so much in communication and words and how they use and you know pictures and you know certain colors and fucking music and da 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 that is used to get you ooh, you know fucking tricks you into thinking a certain way about a certain thing so that's a lot of stuff that needs to be undone and when you start and that's what you need to be doing right now rather than holding on for dear life going I can't even have a, you know, thinking you can't have a drink because if you do, you're going to fucking spiral out of control and you're going to be on a bender for fucking the next two weeks or whatever, you know. You've got to see it as this is an opportunity to convince yourself because you've been, all through your life up to this point, you've been convinced that drinking's not just okay, it's normal, everybody does it, it helps you relax, yada, 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 all this stuff. So this is the time to, to work on yourself and do things like I'm doing here, which is like looking at what a waste of energy, not just drinking alcohol is, but what it takes from us as a human race. Probably sounding like a fucking fruitcake now, isn't I? Anyway, I think that's enough for me. Um, this is the one thing I could say is that what we, we need to do is, yep, reprogram ourselves to the truth of what we need and not what we're told and sold. Right. On that bombshell, I will leave it there. Not that it was much of a bombshell. And I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day. I've almost been... I think this is probably the longest episode I've done. Almost 20 minutes. All right. I'll keep it under 20 minutes. I hope you have a great day and have a great week. I'll, I'll speak with you tomorrow. Adios. <laughs>